As a child, being born to two immigrant parents, that made for sort of an interesting <laughs> diet growing up. You know, on one side it's very Irish, and on and then my dad's side, he used to bring home these like very exotic ingredients, exotic at the time, you know, fermented maize dough, dumplings like kenke and smoked fishes like tilapia and hot pepper sauce like shito. Zoe Ajonia looks right at home in this hipster cafe just around the corner from her warehouse studio, where she used to host supper clubs back in 2010. But the food she learned to cook from her father took her to another continent entirely. It's like that connection to home. And once I realised that, because we didn't have much of a Ghanaian family in London, food became, Ghanaian food, West African food, then became a route for me towards understanding that side of my heritage and culture. Starting with peanut butter stew. Very famous dish across lots of West Africa, cooked differently in different countries, but a very spicy peanut broth dish, which is um, you know, sweet and savoury at the same time, and people do love it. It's a great comfort food. Zoe is quick to point out that she is essentially a home cook, not a trained chef. But she's cooked in restaurant residences and festivals across the UK for so long now that her cooking credentials got her a first cookbook deal, which came out this year. Her aim, she said, is to make African food as trendy as tapas in London. So what I tried to do was create a space through the supper clubs and pop-ups that spoke to Ghanaian heritage and culture and music and the art and the photography and the culture of those places but was also welcoming and more of a contemporary dining experience for you know a UK or a Western market. I made that happen at a time when people weren't really eating or couldn't eat very easily African food and it'd be I guess I was you know ahead of the curve in some respects on on realizing that the African food culture was an important Thing that people were missing out on and food coming from those African countries now is filling a real gap. South of the river in Brixton's pop venue, a collection of shipping containers piled around wooden picnic benches and bar stalls is an eclectic mix of bars and pop-up restaurants selling food and drink from all around the world. The whole place is strung with fairy lights and is buzzing with young people who have come to eat, drink and be merry. Zoe's Ghana kitchen is full and there's a queue waiting to be seated in the tiny space on the upper level. I love it. Yeah. How does it compare then to food back in Ghana? I think food back home is a lot more rustic. It's just presented in a way that appeals to everyone and um, you're actually tempted to give it a go because of just purely based on presentation and um, the look she's created it very simple using just a few ingredients um, yeah so what made you come here I'm a bit nostalgic I'm on my way to Ghana so I thought why not stop over and eat something before you get to Ghana <laughs> yeah I was quite keen I was been following her story and wanted to come and support it yeah Cooking in the tiny shipping container kitchen tonight is Zita from Hungary, who was trained by Zoe. So I cook for you the rice, jollof rice, it's vegan, absolutely vegan and spicy. And uh, lamb cutlets with peanut sauce. Which are not vegan. Yeah, which are not <laughs> vegan. <laughs> peanut sauce is vegan. <laughs> How long have you been cooking here? Well, with Zoe I'm cooking for two years now, but I'm cooking like seven years slowly. <laughs> okay. So, and why do you like Ghanaian food? 
Well, I love the spiciness. I love the flavors. I love, I love the cultures. I love this whole atmosphere and everything. So <laughs> it teaches me honestly for everything. So I, I, I just fall in love with it. <laughs> Back in Hackney, the Ghanaian and West African communities have noticed an uptick in the numbers of people coming to their stores and takeaways too. Can you just describe some of the vegetables? You got yams here. Yam, plantain, condo for our banku, and um, cassava dough. Do you find that lots more people are coming in, having an interest in Ghanaian food now, not just from the Ghanaian community in yes, the UK? Yes, yes. Lots of people comes in, other tribes come in, and different people are eating more Ghanaian food these days. Yes. Even people like other communities, not just from the West That's African. Right. Yes, um, we have um, Pakistani people coming in, and uh, uh, lately we have seen the European, um, the European, uh, East European people are eating it. Maybe they have Ghanaian friends, but they are buying from me as well. Yeah. The first thing I realised, going back in 2014, was the amazing plethora of fresh ingredients that were available. So yeah, just realising, having my eyes open to that amazing expanse of ingredients was great. For a while I was concerned about not to be seen as sort of appropriating a culture, you know, which is one of the reasons I called it Zoe's Garnet Kitchen as well, because I, didn't, I wanted to be it clear from the beginning that this was my expression of the food and my experience of it. She soon realised that she needn't have worried. Everyone has their own take on the favourites, even in Ghana. While I was in Ghana, I noticed that, for example, in my, my grandmother's house, three different women, you know, my grandmother, who's Fanti, my aunt, Evelyn, who's Ewe, and uh, Mercy, who's Ashanti, they all cooked jollof rice slightly differently. You know, They had different methods for cooking it and there was ownership of each version of it. So I felt that there was some license in that realisation for me to be able to interpret in my surroundings, in London, my version of it, you know. And back in Ghana, what some might have thought of as traditional foods like wache are constantly evolving, as Zoe found. In Ghana, you know, there's a dish called wache, and you have your shito on there and you, you know you have all of these things and it's like one dish called wache but also the stew is called wache plus the rice is called wache and it's a street food so you get this for breakfast or something it's like five course meal for breakfast but it has noodles on the plate as well and I'm like where did that come from and it's because of the Chinese influence in West Africa over the last what must be 20 or so years but it's become so common to eat these indami noodles that it's become part of the wache dish now that she's put Ghanaian food on the map in London, she's about to turn her attention to the rest of the continent and will set off on a trip in 2018, going as far south as Botswana and down the east coastal regions. There might, she thinks, be another cookbook in the works and a new restaurant concept too, proving that business sense, social media and a lot of hard work can turn a home cook into a successful entrepreneur in 21st century London. For DW, this is Emma Wallace in the UK.